When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, it's the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. Jared Stansberry here with the uh, Instant Reaction Podcast here on the network. Uh, Iowa State with a 62-61 to loss down in Lawrence tonight to the Kansas Jayhawks. You can dive all into that one. Some initial thoughts after a, a really great basketball game at, uh, at Allen Fieldhouse that unfortunately uh, just didn't go Iowa State's way. Of course, our Instant Reaction podcast is brought to you by our friends at Carl at Carl Auto. The Carl Auto Group uh, got all kinds of new locations uh, with more locations and brands to serve more of Iowa. Of course, they got the new location up in Story City. They've got a location in Marshalltown, the OG locations in Ankeny and Stewart. There's a location in Webster City, one up in Glidden. That's at Carl Auto Group. You can check out check them out, learn some more about them at CarlAuto.com. Carl Auto Group, more locations, more brands to serve more of Iowa. Uh, like I mentioned before, Iowa State with a 62 to 61 loss to Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse. Man, what a what a game! Uh, Iowa State able to to jump out and get to a 33 to 31 lead at uh, at the half, and then you know a wild final stretch where the Cyclones were down six points with roughly three minutes to go in the game. You're able to hold Kansas scoreless for uh, about two and a half minutes uh, to get to the point where the Cyclones could take the lead with 36 seconds to go on a jumper by Caleb Grill. Uh, and then a couple of free throws from Ochai Agbaji. Uh Isaiah Brockington comes back to to give Iowa State the lead again with 16 seconds left with a with a jumper. And then Dewan Harris's floater in the lane. Uh, right-handed off the, off the glass sinks Iowa State in the end. But man, this is a game that it never felt like Iowa State, especially in the second half. You know, the Cyclones had done some good stuff in the first half to be able to to get back in front and to take control of the game a little bit, have that 33 uh, to 31 lead at the half. But right away, you know, you come out, they foul Jalen Coleman lands on a three-pointer uh, on the first possession. Uh, a couple possessions later, Christian Braun gets a wide-open three-pointer. Um you know, and then all of a sudden you're down by four. Uh, that deficit would get to as big as nine. And there were just times where it felt like Kansas had really squarely taken control of the basketball game. But Iowa State just kept fighting, you know, and I think that that's kind of become the hallmark of this team is that they just continue to fight. Uh, really, you know, I think got humbled on Saturday in Norman when they took on Oklahoma. Uh, and for that game to end the way that it did, you know, I think you could sense uh, some urgency from this team as they didn't want to fall into a, a situation like that one. And, it, you know, there were a lot of similarities just in the sense that Iowa State hit some shots that I don't think we've seen them hit at times this year. Uh, you know, Tyrese Hunter made a three in the first half. Gabe Kalsher went four of nine from three, made a huge shot uh, late in the game to pull Iowa State within one that set up the Caleb Grill jumper uh, that gave Iowa State a lead. Uh, but, man, it, at the same time, it seems like Iowa State just has these things that pop up at just the worst moments, and they're, they're careless things. You know, they're the kind of stuff that Scott and I have talked a lot about on, on corner three, and it's, you know, live ball turnovers where you throw the ball away uh, in the half court. You know, it's throwing the ball out of bounds. Uh, I don't know how many times they did that in the first handful of possessions early in the game. You know, but I, there was a point 
early on when I looked at, you know, Kansas was shooting two of 10 from the field and Iowa State had a one point lead. And that was not overly encouraging to me uh, for what the direction of the game was going to be just because, you know, Kansas was never going to be able to – you were never going to come in and hold Kansas shooting 20% from the field. You know, at the at the end, they shoot 43% from the field and 30% from three. Uh, it's a really good offensive team. You knew that that was not going to last forever. And it, Iowa State had not been able to take advantage of it enough to build more than a one-point lead early in the game. Uh, and then, you know, you kind of just got that barrage. And we know how, you know, this that building can really start to snowball on you. And once it gets rolling down the hill – it can really get out of control and this team you know never allowed that to happen uh, you know they need to be commended for that um it was interesting at the end of the game to see neither coach call their final timeout uh trusted their players and you know let them roll and you know i think that you saw both teams make some great plays uh obviously the shot by by harris is was big time sometimes someone just makes a play um and then iowa state got a pretty good look at the other end to be able to try and win the game a, a three-pointer from Kalsher, and you know it was just off as 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 good as any miss that he had in this game certainly looked um we all know how that can kind of go sometimes with gabe but you know you get 17 points from isaiah brockington uh it's been interesting to watch him here so far during league play it doesn't seem like he uh has been playing quite as downhill as he had been earlier in the year. It makes you wonder if the athleticism of these Big 12 defenders is cutting off some of those lanes that he had earlier in the season. Um, but his jumper has, you know, really been able to make up for that. And he hit a couple really tough mid-range jumpers here tonight. Uh, finishes 17 points on 6 of 15 shooting from the field, went 5 of 7 from the free throw line, and then 8 rebounds. I mean, he's if he's not one of the best rebounders in the league he's at, at minimum the best rebounding guard in the league uh he continues to prove that on a night-by-night basis uh gabe Kalsher had 14 points like i said he went four of nine from three uh it was really good to see him knock down a couple but you know just need to get that that thing a little bit more consistent man and that has just been a a, a terror for him so far this year is you know he'll knock a couple down and look really good and then he'll come back and hit one off the top of the backboard uh just got to be able to to shore some of those things up and get that to where you have a little bit better idea of what's going to happen on on any given time and then Tyrese Hunter you know 12 points 5 of 11 from the field I thought the Tyrese looked really good playing downhill again today you can really see you know these things that Scott and I have talked a lot about on on corner three throughout this year uh you know the things that the stages of development for Tyrese and how he can improve his game and how he can kind of take those steps towards the next level um and really getting into shot blockers and playing with physicality as he attacks the rim you're starting to see those things come through more and more I mean that kid is going to be a really really good player for Iowa State he's already a good one uh but man I think he's he can be a, a great as he continues to you know, kind of adapt these things and, and grow with the game. You got to tip your cap to Ochaik Baji, 22 points, 8 to 15 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3, 2 of 2 from the free throw line, 7 boards. I mean, that dude's a pro. Um, he's as good as any player in this league. If I had to vote today, he'd probably be my Big 12 player of the year. Uh, and it's going to be it's going to be tough to to beat him, beat Kansas anytime that he's uh, got it going the way that he did tonight. But man, uh, there's not. I've been covering Iowa State. I think this is my ninth year of covering Iowa State basketball, and there's only been a handful of times when they were really able down to go down there and you know give Kansas a, a serious scare. Um, you know, the one year when they beat them in 2017, and then. You know, this is as close as I think they've come to winning in Allen Fieldhouse since I've been covering this program, uh, other than that year in 2017. So, uh, disappointing. 
you know, it, I don't think anybody expected Iowa State to win uh, when you're going in there. But, man, to see them get as close as they did, I really thought they were going to be able to pull that one out. And it's uh, disappointing to have it go the way that it did. Uh, oh, shoot, I forgot about the missed goaltend. It's inexplicable to me that uh, – we can review all of the different kinds of things that we can in college basketball, you know, where your foot is on a shot like they did with Caleb Grill's final shot. Uh, the review of Robert Jones hitting Jalen Coleman lands in the in the face. Um, and you can't review that in the final two minutes of a game. I mean, that, that makes no sense. You know, I think that that rule needs to be revisited sooner rather than later. It would be, have to be in the offseason, but that has to change in college basketball. I, I, that is too big of a moment. You know, it was too late in the game, too crucial of a shot for them to miss those kinds of things uh, when we have the capability to not miss them. And and that's really disappointing. You know, I know people are going to be frustrated. They're talking about getting letters from the Big 12 and stuff like that. Sometimes shit just happens, you know, it kind of is what it is. And um, it's unfortunate, but, you know, this team probably shouldn't have been in the game to where they were to at that point anyway uh but they'd kept battling and got their way there and that's what makes it i think a little bit unfortunate to see that game go the way that it did to see that call not be called because you're just you feel like it takes the game out of the hands of the kids a little bit and that's just that's really unfortunate but an all-time classic uh unfortunately it didn't end the way for the cyclones but hey you know you get another chance against a really good team on saturday with texas coming into town uh, you know hilton's gonna be jumping for that one with the fans back with the students back in the building and then uh you know you got to go on the road next tuesday to, to texas tech you get tcu oklahoma state missouri but man i think that february night and Hilton call see him on february 1st um it's a Tuesday night. I would be shocked if this is that's that's not Pete Hilton Coliseum with the Kansas Jayhawks in town after the way that this game just ended. So uh, you got to tip your cap to the way the Cyclones fought. They gave themselves a really great chance. Um, Chris or Scott and I are going to record a podcast uh, either tomorrow or Friday. Haven't talked about that yet, but we'll probably both go back over the game and come ready for a you know full hour long podcast and really dive into this game and look ahead to uh look ahead to the Longhorns. So thanks everybody for listening to the Cyclone Fanatic Instant Reaction podcast tonight. Hope you guys have a great rest of your week and we will talk to you guys again soon. Peace.